Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your children, and your partner. We are going to give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. This is Felicia Allen. I'm a social media marketer, writer, and mom to three boys ages 5, 3, and 18 months. And I'm Terilyn Griffin, an English professor turned stay-at-home mom to four kids ages 10, 8, 5, and 3. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you, our awesome listeners. Let's find the magic together. Hi, everyone. We are here on a girl's trip and we have our awesome guest hosts, Caitlin and my mom, who's Jeannie, with us. And we are actually, we woke up early and we are in like a corner bedroom with Caitlin's baby. So you might hear some really cute little sounds in the background. And that is him. So he was the only boy who was invited on the girls trip. Mm -hmm. So uh, today I have a facepalm. That is my husband for Christmas did like the most meaningful gift ever. So it's really a high five for him. The face palms for me. He did, I mean, he he took, he like had arranged with my parents for months and months and months ahead of time, getting all of their old pictures. Like I'm talking all the way back to when my grandparents were kids. And he, is it digitalized or digitized? I don't know. But he converted them all to digital form and then organized all of them and made them into like this really precious movie and it was so <laughs> sweet and it made me cry and it was oh my goodness like the most meaningful gift ever and if you follow me on instagram you already know this but wow it's worthy like actually saying as a facepalm because you know i'm like totally wrapped up and like oh this is the most meaningful thing ever and then well, I don't know why I had me do gift after him. I should have gone first for sure, because I gave him a sweater and earbuds. Wow, like not even. I mean, it was almost like don't even open them. <laughs> There's no point. It's almost an insult to open these presents. So that's my face palm. But super high five to him, and it was totally meaningful. But wow, I gotta like up my gift giving oh, abilities this is here. An amazing gifts. Oh. You really did do amazing. And I got a video out of it, too. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. We all benefited. Yeah. Yep. It was a gift for everyone. Yeah, so my mine is kind of a both a face palm and a high five. It turned into a high five. So on this trip, this is my first trip when the baby is has been older than, like, a brand new baby. Because I feel like when they're brand new, you know, they sleep so much. And Anyway, this is my first trip and without my husband. So the first night we got here... Um, Emmett went to sleep really well, but then he, um, then he woke up around 10 and he just, I couldn't figure it out, but he like, he wouldn't go back to sleep and I, I couldn't, I'd lay him down and then I couldn't get him back to sleep. And it was, I was like starting to just panic. Like all of a sudden I was like, what did I do? Why did I come on this trip? Like, I was like thinking like, do I need to call my husband and have him like drive four hours down to St. George and pick me up? Just like the most extreme things. Like, how do I get out of this situation? And I was just like, went to the full extreme. And my mom was so sweet. She like came in and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like I am, I like seriously have no clue. And she's like, well, let's just, let's just bring his little bed in our bed with us. And and anyway, and I was like, okay, okay, let's do it. So we put him in and yeah, he like was totally fine. He went to sleep and he did sleep the rest of the night. And then since then he's been great. But part of the thing that I feel like, so the face palm was just like how quickly I went to like 
the, abort mission. Yeah, I'm done. Like, why did I come on the girls trip? This is the worst idea ever. And then the next day, I was like, still, I don't know if anybody ever feels this, but then I was like finding myself like dreading like even nap time or, or like putting him to sleep because I was just so like I could feel myself almost getting anxious. Like, what if he doesn't go down? And then just like that whole thought process. And anyway, and then I thought to myself, I just need it like. We talk about being mindful all the time and being present, but I was like, I just need to be present because worrying about him going to sleep, whether he goes to sleep or not, it's not helping me. Like, it's not helping me either way. And so, like, with everything, like, right before I'd put him to sleep, I would just try and, like, be in the moment. And I actually really do think it helped me to just enjoy instead of worrying. And honestly, he's been great since then. Like, he's slept good. Everything's been great. And so, for me, my high five also was just, like, I was trying to be mindful, and I feel like I was, and it ended up really helping me to enjoy the rest of the trip and it has been really amazing so it was good glad I didn't abort the mission it's been great mm-hmm. and it's given us some good stories because apparently since that night now that he's sleeping by himself again she keeps patting my mom in the night thinking she is the baby yeah yeah me and my mom are sharing a bed so yeah and my mom's always like it's okay honey it's okay but yeah I'm like trying to like figure out what's going on what part of the baby her arm is anyway so every morning we just get a laugh at the story it's yeah like, I think babies can totally feel our like stress like our vibe mm-hmm, like if we're totally. like oh no he's not yeah. gonna sleep then they're like okay I won't <laughs> I will yeah yeah exactly okay so my um my face, let's see, what is it? My face high five. Off. My high five. I have just had some of the best holidays of my life. It's just been so great. And just been able to be with all the grandkids and all my kids. And and had time to, like, paint with some of my older grandkids that I normally wouldn't have got to. We just have, like, some one-on-ones. And it's just being, when you get them one-on-one and they just talk to you and tell you stuff. And, and they're like, I am raising, I'm getting these this next generation to be my, they're my best friends. And I always say it's a whole new generation that will listen to me and will do anything I want to do. So if I want to do art, they'll do art. If I want to get in the hot tub, they'll get in the hot tub. And, um, they're her swimming buddies. Yeah. When we've all swam our little hearts out and we're mm-hmm. done, my kids will still go with her because she has no, like an infinite amount of swimming. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Great. Yeah. They'll still swim with me. If I want to bike, anything I want to do, they'll still do it where my husband or everybody else is kind of tired of it all. So anyway, I just have a whole new generation that loves to do the stuff that I love to do. And I just feel really grateful for that. I love that. It's so fun to see your guys' relationship. And how lucky are we to have a grandma who can out fun all of us. Really? <laughs> I mean, that's impressive. <laughs> It's true. It's awesome. True. Okay, I have a high five, and that is that we took Sunny is binkyless now. In this last weekend, when I was going to be gone for three nights, um, but the day before, we started noticing. So for me, when my kids start to like kind of ask for their binky then that's when I just kind of take it away because I feel like it's a little bit easier and Sunny had started asking so I I suggested doing it but I didn't want to leave Parker for the weekend with a no binky transition but he's much stronger than me and he's just said let's just do it I'm not scared (laughs) so for us with our two babies that like binkies we have just clipped the binky down a little bit at a time and they kind of lose interest well with Cohen my oldest I mean it probably was five nights of really no crying, just kind of sucking on the cut down binky, the nub, nub, until he just stopped having it. But with Sunny, we cut it a little bit and he just said, 
cut Binky broken and just was like Done. not wanting it. But he was kind of sad. So <clears throat> a couple nights and naps of crying. But Parker has reported that he officially doesn't even have it in his crib and isn't sad or crying or anything. So hallelujah. It's gone. Nice. Yay. Yay. Yeah, and that Parker did that so you didn't have to go through that yourself. That's a high five on its own yeah, to Parker. True. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. I love that. She'll come back and it's all done and oh, you know, yes. it's the best. Awesome. So cool. Okay, well today for this episode, we thought it would be fun with the beginning of the year. We're seeing lots of people, you know, ask what book should we read for the year? Or people are making their book lists for if you're part of a book club or just for your own book list for the year. What are you wanting to read? And so we thought it'd be really fun to tell you just some of our book recommendations that are a little, maybe not the exact same ones that we've been talking about all year. And also not only in the self-help realm, but also kind of like regular more book club books, you know, like that are in a, I mean, hold your breath here, but in a different category. <laughs> different genre. Yeah, di- a different genre. Yeah, we're going to blow your minds. We'll blow our own minds by talking about them. So we're going to, we each chose one in the self-help realm and then one in just like a, that would be fun to read and has something in a totally different genre. So we have a lot of different genres here that we're going to talk about and I will go first. Mine is, uh, it's not historical fiction. It's actually nonfiction, but it's written well enough that it, oh my goodness. The story itself is so compelling. I It's probably... I cannot say that I have a favorite book. That's like way too hard for me to say. But this one is in my top three. And it's been in my top three for now... Like 15 years. So that's a long time it's to stay in my... the test of Yes, time. it's withstood the test of time in my mind. And that is The Hiding Place by Corey Ten Boom. And we will link all of these in our show notes... But this book was so powerful to me because it's written by a woman who was an adult during World War II, and she wasn't Jewish herself, but she and her family felt like it was really important to help their neighbors and friends who were being taken to concentration camps, so they hid Jews in their home, and in the end, and this isn't a spoiler thing, this would be like in a you know, just a quick summary, you'd see this. But the premise of it is she she ends up getting sent to a concentration camp herself as punishment for helping Jews. And oh, it just gives me the chills because the reason why... So World War II in general is kind of maybe my favorite area of literature because there's just so many parallels to when you're facing something hard or when you are in the face of evil or... What we do when helping somebody also puts us at risk. I mean, there's just so many, like, these really deep philosophical uh, themes that I can learn from. And anyway, her, oh my goodness, her faith and the way she looks for goodness really actually, I feel like, transformed me when I read it. it. It's a transformation that actually, like, I can look back and remember when I read it and how I felt and how it's changed the way I look first at helping people and second of all where how God's hand is in everything and how it's always worth reaching out to help somebody she also it was one of the most powerful stories of forgiveness I have ever read and it's helped me in my own life with forgiveness her story so 
she, at the end, comes face to face with one of her Nazi captors who had actually, she watched hurt her sister. And listening to her process of how she, the feelings that she felt, obviously anger, rage, all the things that came up inside of her, and then how she turned it over to God and really found forgiveness in this really powerful, powerful way. I mean, it it was seriously transformative for me, her story, and that it's true. I don't know. It's so good. So, good. so yeah, top three for me. If you haven't read it yet, I would think putting it, in, and it's really fun to read with a book club, if you do have a book club, because it has so many cool things you can talk about, and, like, what would I have done in that situation? Like, there's a couple situations where, like, her sister chooses mm-hmm. to do something that I don't think I would choose to do. I think I've just, anyway, it's just really cool. And when I say that, her morals are just so high, you know? <laughs> so like, I was like, oh, I think I just do this, but it brings up some really good conversations. So it's a fun one to read and talk about and it'll inspire you so much. Yeah. It's beautiful. I also agree. I think it's in my top, like definitely a top three book, book read for sure. I love that. Um, yeah, so my my recommendation, so I just read this this year, and I have loved it, and I totally, I feel like, I really do feel like everybody should read it. It's called Just Mercy, A Story of Justice and Redemption, and it's by Brian Stevenson, and he's an attorney, um, and he covers a lot of people, he, he represents a lot of people who are convicted, um, and it kind of like ranges from people who are innocent that were convicted mm-hmm. guilty. And like he talks about some of those cases. He talks about people who are guilty and then like they truly are guilty of whatever the crime is. But he talks about covering them. And it's just, it is so fascinating because, um, and I feel like it totally expanded like my my view of the world. And it was, it's, it was really amazing. Because um, his whole point is we all, like by the definition of mercy, we all, like none of us deserve mercy. Um, but yet, like, we receive it, whether that's from God or from other people when we do something wrong. Um, and so there's a couple of things that I really loved as, like, a takeaway from this book. And I feel like it's just so, yeah, so applicable for us. So he says, each of us is more than the worst thing we have ever done. And so he goes on to talk about even if we lie, it doesn't mean that we are liars. Even if we steal something, it doesn't mean that we are thieves. Like, we are more than just those actions, which I think is so true. And I think that sometimes we can define ourselves as sometimes our worst mistakes and others. So I love that. And then this is actually a quote from from the book that I just that has really stuck with me. It says, there's a strength, a power even in understanding brokenness because embracing our own brokenness creates a need and a desire for mercy and perhaps a corresponding need to show mercy. When you experience mercy, you learn things that are hard to learn otherwise. You see things you can't otherwise see. You hear things you can't otherwise hear. You begin to recognize the humanity that resides in each of us. Um, And I just love that because it's kind of as you read the book, you recognize that, I mean, because he tells these stories of these people who some do really horrific crimes. And I feel like when you first hear it, you're like, oh my gosh, like how could anybody even think to do that? Like that is so crazy. But then you learn about these people's past. And again, it, it does help you see that it's like, man, if I, if I would have had that kind of a past, I probably would have ended up differently too. And so I think it just helps, helped me open my eyes even more of, I don't know, just understanding people. And even though, and just like understanding how we can kind of like see people in a different way and recognize our own brokenness 
and that like everybody has that too and we can like I don't know we can give mercy and grace um to others so I I have really really loved it and I think everybody should read it it's amazing it sounds awesome yeah I read the book the sun does shine because mm-hmm. of you one of you guys recommended it yeah and he's one of the people in that book and honestly it made me like love him mm-hmm. hearing what he did for His somebody yeah. who in this book he had been representing somebody who had been how long was he in jail for 30? he was on death row on for death row nearly for 30 years i think and he was innocent and he was innocent the whole time and so brian and brian was like the hero pretty much of that story yeah. mm-hmm. so oh i totally want to read that book yeah it sounds so good it's fantastic. okay putting it on my list okay um, so yeah, that first one that Taryn has said, that probably is my top book, but I wanted to pick something that I'd read like this year. So it was a little more recent and it's called Left to Tell by Immaculate Ilbagasa. And it's about the R- Rwanda genocide and how she actually found God during this time. And the couple things that I really like about it, one, it's really written well, two, it's a true story and it's a, you know, the, a story that you don't always hear about. And the different thing with this is, this is where you can hear, hear the little babe. Um, oh, that's me. This, yeah, yeah. That's just, that's just Felicia. Um, but it's a story of, it's, it's her next door neighbors. It's her school teacher. It's her, um, her priest or people that she knows that are, she's grown up with her whole life that are actually coming to kill her. Um, so there's the two groups, the, the, Hoots, uh, the Tutsis and the Hutus. And all of a sudden, when you dehumanize a group of people or you all of a sudden make them the bad people and somehow something looks different, their noses, their skin or whatever it is, then it makes them okay to turn against them and kill them or do whatever. And um, to hear her story, so one, how she forgives them is just amazing. Uh, Two, how this is literally her people that she loves, that she's grown up with her whole life. So it's not just strangers that are coming to kill her. And... um, and, you know, what we can kind of learn from it. So it's one that you kind of learn, and, and literally it's a page turner. I mean, you just can't you can't stop reading it. So that's a great, great book. I love, you know, I've just really, um, it was one that you couldn't stop, and I just really, I really enjoyed it. So I would recommend that. I haven't gotten to read that yet, and I think everybody else here has, so I'm excited <clears throat> to read it. so good. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, so we did not talk about these books before, guys, but whoa, common threads here going on. <laughs> so my book is a fictional book by Jodi Picot, and I, I think that's how you say her last name, but correct me, anyone out there. Um, I would recommend her as an author. I've, I've gone down the rabbit hole. I love when I find an author I love, and then I read, they have a lot of books. So I read a lot of them and I love her. So she has tons of really good books, but the book that I recently, I'm actually not even done with it yet, but I had to use that as my recommendation because it's so good. And so far, and it's called Small Great Things. And it is a fictional story of a black nurse who is on trial for the murder of a white infant in her care at a hospital. And I'm just going to give you that because I don't want to go into the story, but I hope that sparks your interest. And it's just a story of um, seeing uh, how we are the same as other people, but then also recognizing our huge differences from each other. And it's really helped me understand privilege and bias and it's really just blowing my mind, and it's written amazing. So 
It's so good. Such an interesting story. And it is fictional, but I think it has very real. It feels real when you read it. It's really good. Okay, I love that we have a combination of fiction and historical and like current things, but there is that thread <laughs> that about judgment and, mm-hmm. and bias and mm-hmm. objectifying other people and pushing. Oh, wow. Well, it's crazy. We did not talk about that before. That's <laughs> pretty fun. But they're important themes. Yes, they're so really important. important. Part of being human. So. Yep. Yes. All right, we are going to take a break and we'll come back with our self help recommendations. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So now we will share some of our favorite self-help books. Now, this was difficult for me because we talk a lot about self-help books. So I didn't want to use one of the ones that we talk about all the time. So if I were just to add one to your list that is really awesome and such a good kind of review of all the important things. The one I chose was Essentialism by Greg McEwen. The reason why I like it, it's kind of one of those really great books. It was... For me, it was a pretty quick read, and it kind of is a good thing to remember what is actually important in my life, because if we can establish what's the most important things in our life, wow, it just makes it so much easier for us to make all the other decisions. The other reason why I love this book so much is, I've told you guys before, I am an I am a minimalist wannabe. Like, <laughs> I totally want to be, but I am still not even close (laughs) but when I read essentialism I was like oh that's what I really want to be I want to be an essentialist Mm -hmm. through and through which there's some there's some uh crossover there but the beautiful okay so just to give you a quick kind of overview to see if it's something you want to read this year the the definition of essentialism is the idea that less but better it isn't just taking away to take away it is taking away certain things so that you can have the best things in your life. And the premise is that we, some of us, me included sometimes, we live under the assumption that we can do everything. And it isn't just physical stuff of having, it isn't just that we can have everything, but that we can do everything well. So like I can do, I can take on this project and I can do this and I can do that and I can do this. And all of it, I can fit it all in and well. But there is actually no human being on earth who can actually do all of the things. We have to make decisions on what we're going to do. So uh, one of the quotes that I love is, only once you give yourself the permission to stop trying to do it all, to stop saying yes to everyone, can you make your highest contribution towards the things that really matter. And the idea is that whatever decision you're coming to, any decision or any crossroads you have in your life, you just ask yourself the question, what is essential? And eliminate everything else. And I have found that when I do this, when I ask myself, what here is essential? There are times that I've started saying no to things that 
Sounded good or yeah, great, maybe. They're good things, but it makes so that I can make room for the essential. <laughs> and frankly, even as I'm talking, I'm realizing I actually want to reread this book again because so it's good. such a good review. Honestly, frankly, I actually think it would probably be good to set aside time for me, maybe when we do our goal setting every quarter, to ask ourselves these questions. What are the most essential things? And what do we need to eliminate? Not because they're bad, but because they are crowding out our most important things. And it's just a really beautiful kind of like get close to what your core is. And if anybody who's listening to this is feeling that kind of scattered, like I'm spread too thin feeling, this book is a really good one to make it super, he makes it really easy and doable to come down to what's essential. And at the end of my life, that's really what I want. I just want to look back and say, did I do my most essential things? And you guys know we call our habits in the morning that we do our essentials. I mean, for me, like my kids hear me every day say, okay, it's time for our essentials. And that word is a really powerful word. Yeah. And really, I just want to keep coming back to that concept over and over. I love, love this book. It, it's so good. And also Greg, <clears throat> Greg, my friend, <laughs> it, um, he has been on a lot of podcasts. So if you're more of a podcaster, if you search his name, Greg McCune, He's been on quite a few of my favorite podcasts and he is so well, he explains this concept so well. I love listening to him. It's, he is great. And he has a great accent. Yes. So he's really fun to listen yes. to. Yes. Yeah. Where's he from? I want to say England. England? I think oh, so. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. 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 Don't call me on that though. I could be wrong. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, my self-help is kind of more along the lines of parenting and I don't even know if the book itself falls under a self-help genre but so I just um I was kind of thinking I've read I feel like I've read a lot of parenting books over the last year and they're all great and I definitely have a few of my favorites that are good for like advice of like specific applicable things to do but um this book I think I've liked it I I just started reading it and my friend gave it to me before I had my baby and I never got around to reading it and it's called The Magic of Motherhood um and I recently started reading it and it has been, for me, it's been very much like if the definition of self-help is just helping yourself, mm-hmm. I feel like it's been that for me because um, kind of in the intro of it, she talks about how um, just like when she first became a mom, what she, you know, like what she learned and kind of what she wished she would have had and sorry, hold on, <laughs> I got it, my baby. A happy little talker. Um, but one of the things that she wished that she had was, um, she says, I needed to know that I wasn't alone in this. I needed encouragement, reassurance on the days when I felt invisible. I needed someone to look me in the eye and say, I see you. You're a good mom. Um, and I like almost feel emotional like reading it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I feel like I read it and I feel like every chapter I'm like, I'm like crying. She's like I'm laughing like, out loud. so true. Like anyway, and it just, I feel like for me it's been so, so awesome. And one of the things that she talks about, so it's not necessarily, it's not like pages full of suggestions or instructions or advice because like they, you know, they're not experts on anything, but it is just that, like they're offering themselves and just kind of like the sacrifice of being a parent, but also like the beauties of it. And I feel like for me, it's been so, it's just been so awesome. I feel like I totally related to it. And I feel like as I read it, I'm like, yes, like I feel like it has helped me appreciate 
I feel like I've really enjoyed being a mom. I feel like it's even helped me to appreciate it more. And so for me, I feel like I think that it's it's amazing for every parent to read just because it helps you. I don't know. It's really helped me like even feel the gift of motherhood more. And yeah, so I've I've really, really loved it. And she has been reading it on this girl's trip and no joke at the pool yesterday. I'm like just laying there in the sunlight and I just hear her just full blown laughing out loud every 20 seconds. Like the next story she's laughing at. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. At first I kept asking her, tell me the funny thing. And then after a while I was like, I'm just going to close my eyes here. Because <laughs> it was like every single day. Yeah. yeah. She's it's, like laughing and crying. It was cute. It's all the feels. And it's cool because each each chapter, they're kind of like little vignettes. Each chapter is kind of like a different story written by someone else. And they're just beautifully written. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. So I've loved it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so mine is Medical Medium by Anthony Williams. And again, I just tried to find one that I've kind of read recently and that I'm working on. The thing that I really like about it is... um. He takes all the mystery illnesses, the fibromyalgias, the chronic fatigues, all the the different illnesses that really the Western world doesn't really know what to do with. They kind of throw in a basket or it's kind of a, an illness where if people don't know what it is, the doctor just says, oh, by the way, it's kind of that. And literally you're, you're left to your own. Like, I have no idea what to do. And um, he his whole way is we can really heal ourselves through nutrition. So I like that he doesn't sell supplements. He's not really, I mean, he sells the book. He has a book. But he's, he, it's not like he's selling supplements or do this or this is going to cost thousands of dollars. It is heal yourself with nutrition. And really plant-based and fruits and vegetables. And so anyway, I've been trying to do that. I've kind of been in the process of trying to do that. It's hard and trying to um, eat better and, and do that. And... Um, I, I like that. I don't know. I just like that it's all a healthy approach. And what do I got to lose if it doesn't work? I, I other than I've just ate healthier mm-hmm. and I felt better and everything's working better. Um, whether I I totally heal or not, I'm I'm healthier in the process. Um, so anyway, it's a book that's really. I'm still in the process and still working through it. But to me, it does give hope to other people. And this is a this is an interesting thing. So. Again, I'm I'm new. I can't say, oh, I have I've had this great miracle or anything with it. But again, what do you got to lose but eating healthy? But um, one day I was at the chiropractor, and I heard this woman who had been in the hospital for for like on and off for weeks, and she was pretty young, um, probably in her forties, um, maybe early fifties, and she was explaining how sick she'd been to this the receptionist. And I, I couldn't help but hear it. I was two feet away. So when I was done, I said, hey, have you have you tried, you know, celery juice? Um, this Anthony Williams really recommends that if you have any digestive issues at all. And again, to me, that's a quick thing. What do you got to lose if, you know, doing celery juice every day? Well, anyway, she didn't even know me. I kind of told her that and told her to read this book. And she researched me down who was that recommended it. And they called me and she said, I've got to send you a thank you card and just literally said that, um, she was on the pathway to healing and it was all because that I took time to tell a stranger about a book and and that she's now on the path because of Anthony Williams and she's on the path of healing where Western medicine and nothing's really been able to help her and really it's nutrition. So anyway, it's exciting me and I'm, I've been, I mean, I've read it probably three times and over the last two, three years. But anyway, um, that's what I'm kind of working on and, and I think really- it's a great read. Mm-hmm. I love I love medical medium. Those of you who interact with me on Instagram, I do celery juice every morning, and I've noticed 
a huge difference in my digestion and breakouts. And if you, if you research him more, his theories are so cool. amazing. Well, well and the cool. cool thing is, is you, if you just pick one or two things that they're doing, like the celery juice, which I do that, and that's what I kind of mentioned the lady. I said, do celery juice, and then I told her medical medium. But if you, you just pick one off. or two things, you're just better off for just doing that. It's not like you have to do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing is he also has a fantastic cookbook that goes with it that gives you great recipes that are just gorgeous. I mean, literally, it's a beautiful enough book you put out. It's beautiful. But I've cooked with a lot of those, too, and that's helpful. So anyway, I'm on the path. He has great recipes. And do you mind if I share some your personal story? Sure. Because it's pretty cool. So my mom when she was like 27, mm-hmm. was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, which is a really difficult condition to have. And especially especially then, not a lot of people even like were n- nice about it to her. <laughs> you know, like it was a really a big deal. And she's found a lot of, she's found all these cool ways to actually make, so that she doesn't even have it anymore, which is so cool. But I love it that she actually, like she read this and she's like, oh my goodness, I can see so many threads here that contribute to, any of the different health ailments. And so I just want to do a nod to you that I think it's really cool that even though you don't have that anymore, you still see like the little ailments that you have that what he's offering can mm-hmm. be so helpful. Mm-hmm. So I love that about you. And I admire, I, I admire where you are having worked through such a really difficult illness and coming out of it and being strong and healthy. Yeah. Well, thank you. And then can I just say one more thing? Cause it might not come back to me, but basically just so you know, Felicia, Tara Lynn, Caitlin, and my son, Parker, this is where I get all my books. I get all my podcasts. I get all my talks. I get everything that helps me be a better person. And whether they're helping me with meditation or helping me with exercise or helping me with, Terrilyn's the one that told me about this book. Uh, Caitlin's the one that told me about the uh, Left to Tell. I mean, I, I'm reading one now that Felicia told me to read. My son is the same way. My son is actually in this group and does everything kind of with us. And, um, and so I'm a better person for having this group that we're all striving to be better and we share everything with each other. And then we can talk about it. It's like our own, not just book club, but everything to just be a better person. And so not only is this podcast, but them in my life has made the difference for me. And I'm grateful. Yeah, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Great people. Seriously. Okay. And my book, my self-help is actually one we're going to talk about in an upcoming episode, so I won't go into too much detail. But um, this book, Charlene and I both agree that it is done for us with meditation, what Miracle Morning did for us with waking up early and um, getting going in the morning. So, I'm sorry. Oh, hi. The baby just staring at me. (laughs) He's like, I'm into this. So... Before I read Miracle Morning, I knew, oh, yeah, it sounds great to wake up before my kids, but man, that's going to (laughs) happen. And then after reading Miracle Morning, it just became a non-negotiable thing that I made happen, a habit. And the book that I'm recommending is called Stress Less, Accomplish More by Emily Fletcher. And it's a book about meditation, but not in a monk sort of way or in a out there sort of way that I don't really understand, which are a lot of meditation books. She takes meditation and turns it into something that I see as a non-negotiable and has helped me 
really be motivated to turn it into a habit that is a must. And I've always loved meditations. I do it. I meditate most days, but it's more been a dabbling, I guess. I'm not going into a certain type of meditation. I'm just doing ones I like here or there. And before reading this book, I didn't, I mean, she lays out hundreds of benefits of meditation that I didn't even know in an easily digestible way that makes you think, how can I not do this? And it's amazing. And we are going to review it um, in an upcoming episode, but just to get your juices flowing, it's really good. So stress less, accomplish more. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us on our book club episode, and we'll be back next week. Let's find the magic. <clears throat> me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> <At> brown cows. <laughs>